Hello and welcome to the Dynamite Podcast. My name is Joe Rybant, and each and every week we'll be here talking about the week ahead, the week that was, and much, much more. Yes, yes, it's incredibly hot here on the East Coast, but the heat reminds us of summer, which officially began last week, and summer reminds us of comics, of course. And this week we present a series of Dynamite titles and trades heading to your local store, all in the middle of this heat wave, and all, of course, kicking off the summer season. We're leading off this week with the boys, issue number eight, but uh, don't miss the Lone Ranger trade, which is available this week, Red Sony number 23, and New Galactica number 11 as well. It is truly, truly like Christmas in June. Uh, more details on those titles in a moment. Uh, as always, be sure to head on over to the Dynamite message boards at dynamiteentertainment.com slash boards and let us know what you think of our titles and interact with the other Dynamite fans that hang out there. The community there has been growing leaps and bounds over the last year. If you haven't checked it out, we highly encourage you to do so. In stores this week, the 27th of June in the year 2007. The Boys number 8 by, of course, Garth Ennis, Derek Robinson, and colors Tony Avina. The legend has the boys investigating the murder of a relative, apparently at the hands of a super, but the winding trail will take many turns, and all roads lead to the tech night. What secret does the man of machinery hold? Recommended, of course, for mature readers. Uh, also note that we're currently wrapping up issue 9 of this series, uh, ready to go to press, and Garth has written all the way currently up through issue number 14, turning in, of course, a script every three weeks or so. Derek has just turned in the inks on issue number 10, and I have to say, that there's a scene in there involving the Tech Knight that is unlike anything I've ever seen in a comic, and I don't use those words lightly. Bravo, boys, bravo. Also this week, Red Sony number 23 by Michael A. Von Oming, Holmes, and Vinicius. Sony and her companions face an undead group of pirates and the wrath of an old god as they head back to face Kulan Goth. It's all heading to issue 25, and along the way, new characters are introduced, and one of Sonya's companions will sacrifice his life to the journey. Plus, more of the pirate queen Valera and her crew as they face Goth's demonic general at seas, as well as Goth's plans for the imprisoned goddess. This issue features a series of covers by Steven Segovia, Holmes, Joe Prado, and the Red Sonia cover debut of Joyce Chin. Joyce, of course, has also just completed a piece for Savage Tales, written by Chris Gage. Also, be sure to ask your local retailer about the black and white Segovia cover. We have big changes coming up for the She-Devil as we head into issue number 25 and the Spidey crossover. Look for, re for the return of Thalsa Doom in a new miniseries event and a series of special creators contributing to the ongoing series later this year. Also this week, new Battlestar Galactica number 11 of 12 by Greg Pak, Jonathan Lau, Nigel Rayner, and InLight Studio. As we count down to the end of our first season of all new Battlestar Galactica stories, writer Greg Pak and artist Jonathan Lau and Nigel Rayner race towards the stunning conclusion. In this issue, Sharon has made her way to the heart of the Cylons, but things don't go according to her plan. Featuring covers from Nigel Rayner, Joe Prado, Steven Segovia, and a new Battlestar photo cover. Also fans, be sure to ask your local retailer about the Virgin Segovia cover. We're almost there, and it is truly hard to believe. Issue number 12 is waiting in the wings, and this week we just signed up fill-in artist Jonathan Lau to work on our Pegasus one-shot, written by Brandon Jirwa, and scheduled for release in October. We also have Season Zero coming up. We're putting the finishing touches on that. And look in October or November for the debut of a new Dynamite Battlestar Galactica series, focusing on some of the untold tales of the Galactica and her crew, spotlighting characters such as Adama, uh, Starbuck, Baltar, and the Cylon War. And finally this week, last but certainly not least, The Lone Ranger Now and Forever Trade Paperback by Brett Matthews, Sergio Cariello, D. 
Dean White, Simon Boland, and John Cassidy. A fiery horse with the speed of light, a cloud of dust, and a hearty high-o silver, the Lone Ranger. See what everyone's talking about. The Eisner-nominated series is now available in one trade paperback collection. Featuring the all-star creative team of writer Brett Matthews, art director and cover artist John Cassidy, artist Sergio Cariello, colorist Dean White, and letterer Simon Boland, the Lone Ranger has grown to be the most talked about comic of the year. And now, all six issues are presented in one collection, the complete story of how John Reed was transformed into the Lone Ranger, and along with his partner Tonto, set a new standard of justice in the Old West. This trade also features a complete cover gallery featuring all of Cassidy's covers for the series, uh, some sketches, designs, and more. It's also available with two covers, a Previews Direct Market Exclusive and a Mass Market Exclusive cover, both, of course, by John Cassidy. This week, we're working on the Lone Ranger number 7. Look for that issue in stores late July. And if we have any listeners who are new to this series and are picking up the trade, they never picked up the individual issues, but they've been waiting for the trade, please drop us a line and let us know what you think. Of course, for anyone that picked up the original issues and as, as well picking up the trade, uh, we'd like to know what you think of the collection as well. And look for the hardcover. I don't have an exact date, but look for the hardcover, uh, which printed a little bit after the trade, although it was supposed to be out first, but... You know, things didn't work out. Uh, look for the hardcover in the next couple weeks. More details in next week's podcast. You can check out previews of all of the books I just mentioned um, over at uh, sites like Comic Book Resources, Newsarama, Wizard. Um, we have pages up uh, across the Internet for all of these books. Next week, uh, looks like uh, we're going to be shipping the boys number seven second printing, and there may be a few trades Coming in next week, again, more details uh, in next week's podcast and next week's emailer. Each week, uh, or as available, I'd like to pull a letter and answer it here and in our companion emailer. Uh, please send all letters to letters at dynamiteentertainment.com and mark them okay to print. This week we have a short one from Tim Simpson who says, I am a huge fan of your Lone Ranger comic series. However, I was wondering why no one has ever teamed up the Lone Ranger and Zorro. I'm a fan of the classics, and these two are in such near-time periods, why have their paths not crossed? It seems like such an obvious team-up, but to my knowledge, no one has ever dared it. Anyway, keep up the good work. Thank you, Tim. Since we announced Zorro, this is probably the number one question fans have been asking, and we've given it a lot of thought. We actually also discussed it in a previous podcast with writer, Lone Ranger writer Brett Matthews. But aside from the issue of disparate timelines, we want to get Zorro off the ground on its own first before launching into any crossovers or discussion of any crossovers. Uh, we are going to be making a creative announcement on Zorro very, very shortly. We have the paperwork out, waiting for it to come back, waiting for the overview to come in. Um, creator I'm very, very excited to work with, someone that I've admired for a very long time. Uh, I think that when the fans uh, hear the name uh, of the writer, at the very least, writer and hopefully cover artist, they're going to get pretty excited. So no crossover in the immediate future, but of course, never say never. The Best Shots crew took a look at Savage Tales number two, saying, quote, this anthology continues to succeed in its apparent aim to capture the vibe of both the legitimate pulp fiction that Robert E. Howard called home and those terrific black and white Marvel magazines of the 70s. Between Sonya, The Hunter, Atlantis, and Lovecraft, there's enough material here to power the book for quite some time. Art-wise, this is all top flight, with Adriano Batista bringing solid Sonia, Pablo Marcos doing fine painterly work, Kevin Sharp invoking menace, and Pere Perez capturing the lunatic energy of Lovecraft. I gotta say, 
that pretty much sums up our goals in Savage Tales, and uh, very rewarding that uh, people are getting uh, what we're doing with Savage Tales. We have a whole new slate of stories coming up beginning in issue number four um, and well into uh, the series and beyond. Before we go, let's do a Dynamite Tease of the Week, kind of a mishmash this week. Uh, things are moving along with our next big projects that I've talked about. I can't go into any names, but they're going to be really, really big. Trust me on that. Uh, in the next series of crossovers, again, uh, a lot of big, big things coming. Uh, we did ink a deal this week with a trio of filmmakers for a new project that should get people talking. Uh, and there's that next Ash crossover that's definitely going to be a crowd pleaser. Uh, and there's that project that we're working on with Guggenheim, but details are still coming together on that. So, as always, stay tuned. More details. You'll hear it here first. Uh, stay tuned. And that'll do it for this week. Thanks for listening. As always, email us and tell us what you think. We may just send you something for your thoughts. You never know. And as always, we can be reached online at dynamiteentertainment.com. And I can be reached at submissions at dynamiteentertainment.com or letters at dynamiteentertainment.com. To find a comic shop near you, visit csls.diamondcomics.com or call 1-888-COMIC-BOOK.